This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. You there. You're under 17. Yes. Yes, I can see you. Go somewhere else. We'll wait. Okay. Once upon a time, as these stories always go, I lost my name. Now to ask my family about it, my former family... They took my name from me, but that's not true. That was never true. I lost it. Not in the sense that you lose a game, or you had something and it was taken from you, no. I took my name, and I threw it over my shoulder, like you might throw away... I don't know, something you just didn't want anymore. You know, something that you'd been burdened with, that you knew was never yours to begin with. You see, it's the easiest thing in the world to stop being what you don't want to be. You start by stopping being what you don't want to be. Now, more people entertain that thought than ever actually follow through with it, you understand. Because once you make that decision, once you take that step, there's no turning back. Not that there's any real point in that, because everything you left behind isn't worth looking at anyway. These are the defining moments in a person's life, and I've had more than a few of them in my spectacularly colored and checkered history. Throwing out my name, turning my back on my family. The first time I killed someone because they were between me and what I wanted. You never forget your first time. And I should know, because I've had so many first times. Luxor! Luxor, what's happening in there? I heard screaming! <sighs> And here I stand at the edge of the precipice one more time. One push of a button and gravity takes hold. I could turn and look back, but what would I see? Just the edge of the cliff falling up away from me. Hell, even if I don't take that step, what is there to see behind me? Nothing. All lost in the haze. The smoldering debris of the bridges I have burned, and oh, how beautifully they burned. Luxor! Answer me! It'd be easy enough to turn here, run sideways along the edge, make my way back, escape, build a new crew, build a new empire, right back to the way things were. Same old, same old. This bridge is burning all around me, and I have given everything to the flames. My name, my family, my past, everything I have built. Lost. You know, there are those who would call that regrettable. I think those people should take a good hard look at the accomplishments and experiences that they've had in their lifetime, and then shut their fucking mouths. I have lived and 
built and destroyed more things than they could do in ten of their lives. And if I have any regrets, it's about these moments where there's no turning back. They don't come along nearly enough for me. Luxor! What? I'm busy. What happened in here? I told you before I was taking care of our client's merchandise, remember? You killed all four of them? It's a 3D printer, Keys. It needs specific materials so you can make the finished product. It's just that this particular one had some unorthodox requirements, that's all. Those were the last of our crew, Luxor. Yes, and their participation in this particular endeavor is greatly appreciated. How's that? This is what I meant about going soft, Keys. And that's precisely why I told you to wait outside while I did this, because... You've been a bit of a wuss lately, and I'm doubting whether or not you have the stomach for this job anymore. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a key to manufacture. Luxor! What? Don't do this. (laughs) I have to, Keys. What have I got to lose? Listening to the account, a tale of the waking world. The snows are eternal, part sixteen. kept all of you waiting too long. I had to make a stop off before I came here. Fortunately for you, my client arranged a ride, and well, here I am. Sir Phillips? Yes, Clarice? That object that he's holding, that would be the key. Yeah, it's even pulsing and changing shape, just like the model we saw. I sincerely hope that's not made out of what it looks like it's made out of. Right! On the first guess, give the girl a prize. By the way, Nero, I couldn't wait around for you to come looking for me, so I decided to look you up myself. I hope you don't mind. Nice, isn't it? I had to volunteer a few of my own people to make up the basic components of the piece, but, uh, I don't know, I think the workmanship's quite good, don't you? Wow. You guys should have seen it. Flesh and Blood and muscle and bone turning in on itself over and over again forever. Not a process I would recommend looking at for any extended period of time, though. Just ask Keys there. I think he lost about six weeks worth of lunches. Right, Keys? And you want to know one of the cool fringe benefits of this particular scenario? 
Right now, the unflappable Nero Guillaume is searching her vocabulary for words to adequately describe what a sick fuck I am right now, and she's coming up blank. <laughs> so, anyway, unless some of you have objections, and I certainly hope you do, I have a delivery to make to a certain Mr. or Mrs. Araquiel. Clarice. Araquiel, is that the name of the angel? That's the name it gave. And over there is power pouring off of him, I can feel it. It's the key doing it, right? Definitely. In that case, we better take him out here and now. At the very least, we need to get that thing away from him. Clarice, if we destroy the key, will that stop the angel? I don't think so. I think the events have gone too far. But, it may buy us some time. Then that'll have to be good enough. Nero, do you think you can hold yourself back a little bit longer while I make a last-ditch attempt to try and talk some sense into this situation? I'll try, but it won't work. Holding back or the sense talking? Exactly. Good to know. Turvy? Oh, don't worry about me. I'm ready. Good. Word of advice, though. Yeah? When this goes down, concentrate on Brand. Keys looks too shaken to put up a proper fight. I'll bear that in mind. Hey! If you're done with your huddle, I'm still waiting. You know, Luxor... I'm not even going to attempt to appeal to any sort of sense of empathy or decency you might have. No, that's a lost cause. Instead, I'm going to try to make a plea towards your sense of self-preservation. This Araquiel, this angel, it's lying. I have seen people like you before. People who thought they could deal with the angels for whatever reason. Money, power, glory. And in every one of those cases, it has only ended for that person in madness and or death. It costs souls to deal with a celestial, and I can guarantee you, whatever you've been promised, it will never deliver. Hmm. Do you see the state this city is in? Because, as far as I'm concerned, it's already delivered. <laughs> Too slow. Where is he? Where do you go? Son of a bitch! Listen to me, son of a voice! No! <laughs> it's like you're all standing still. Well, come on, Nero, what's the matter? Can't you see me? I'm right here. There she is. Nero Guillaume. Just as beautiful as the day I left you. Those golden eyes full of fear and rage. Just the way they looked when I tried to kill you in class. Just the way they looked when I killed our teacher. All these years I have never forgotten about. So much time to make up for. You are completely helpless, and I'm so strong. All I'd have to do is flick my thumb, and your head would come off like a flower. In fact, truth be known, my client is currently screaming in my ear that I should kill you and all your little friends and deliver the key to him right this very second. But... I'm not going to. Not just yet, because I think there's something that you should think about. You know better than anyone that I wasn't always Luxor Brand. And while it's not discussed much in public, everyone really knows who I was, what clan I came from, who was meant to stop me. This city's demise, all this death, all this destruction, and whatever happens next... They will know who was responsible for it. And that will be the shame of the Guillaume clan. And you know what else? Which is just the icing on this cake of mine. They trusted you to do the job for them. 
and you couldn't. You couldn't kill me, Nero. And when you missed out on that opportunity the first time, you joined forces with Metadyne to stop angels. And your intended target and an angel joined forces and brought you down. Nero Guillaume, beautiful, sweet mama's girl wannabe assassin. That will be your shame. Live with it. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was good. That, that was tasty. Kiss! <sighs> what? Get it together, will you? You look like an idiot just gaping like that. We're professionals, remember? We have a delivery to make. What? What about all of them? I'll let him sleep it off. I want them to be surprised by the world they wake up to. You said that angel thing. The client wanted them dead. Yes, and I don't. I'm not done with them. And besides, killing them wasn't part of our initial agreement, so call it using my professional discretion. That may not sound wise, but it is more interesting. Fun times, Keys. Fun times. Let's go. You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World. The Snows Are Eternal, Part 16. Written and performed by Kyan Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties podcast series. Send me a Gmail at techdiff at gmail.com. Comment on the show at techdiff.com. Follow us at Twitter at twitter.com slash techdiff. Look for Technical Difficulties on Facebook. The discussion board is techdiff.freeforums.org. To be continued next week on The Account. And I hope all my American listeners had a very nice Thanksgiving. A couple of quick things here. Uh, a lot of people have been complaining about the sound quality of this show. I think I figured out what was wrong with it. It's a problem within... Well, it's not exactly a problem. It's an unobvious little setting thing within GarageBand. Here's a GarageBand pro tip for rest of you, for the rest of you out there who are using GarageBand. Um, maybe you shouldn't use GarageBand and use Logic. Because I know I should. It's got more settings and is a bit more professional. And Logic kind of dumbs itself... Not Logic, excuse me. GarageBand sort of dumbs itself down so much that you may miss things. Things are very quiet. Everyone's saying the show's too quiet and the loud bits are way too loud. And if you listen to it on headphones, you kind of cringe when the gunshots go off, but you're straining to hear the dialogue. Well, it turns out that all these years along here, there's been this little setting within GarageBand... Uh, called normal, auto-normalize for when you write out your file. Now, I have lots of filters built into GarageBand. Well, not built in, that I put into GarageBand myself so that I don't overload the mics. That's called clipping. When you go up way too high, you see the red get pinned to the top of the meter, you know, ping that meter, and then everything distorts rather badly or stuff like that. 
Um, I have a bunch of limiters and things that I've put into GarageBand to prevent that from happening. So I can scream into the microphone, it won't overload the system. However, that does mean uh, that I've got all, all these loud noises, and when the thing normalizes at the end, it has a tendency to, to, it doesn't know what to do with all these dynamic ranges, so it tends to squash them all over the place, and I think that's screwed them up. So I'm in the process of figuring a workaround. The first thing I'm going to do is try the normalize thing, turning that off, and hopefully we'll wind up with something, you know, better, at least louder. Uh, You'll have to tell me how this goes. I'm still in the process of learning this. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I am not an engineer. I'm learning, but um, I've got to try and figure some things out. The other piece of bad news that really annoyed me here was last week, after people pointed that out, I tried some experiments and figured out what went wrong, but that was only after I discovered that after I'd written out last week's episode, uh, something went terribly, terribly wrong and the file was destroyed. I didn't catch this until the next day, um, and here's where that's a problem. The uh, I use I use um, Time Machine on Apple, and Time Machine backs up every hour, which is very useful. You know, if I can retrieve the file, if the, what what had gone wrong with the file, I don't know. I mean, I quit out of it, and somewhere it chewed up and spat out the file in a format that GarageBand no longer recognized. It dinged the file so badly I couldn't open it again. So I went to go get a previous version of the file, only to discover that the um, that Time Machine had discarded all of the hourly backups in lieu of keeping the final version of the backup, the dinged file, which, as far as it was concerned, wasn't dinged. I don't know what went wrong there. Just GarageBand did something terrible. I looked this up on the internet, and it turns out that this does happen to GarageBand, so always make, I guess, multiple backups of your files where you can help it. So I lost the last mm, quarter of the show. So because I thought, oh well, this is great. Now that I figured out what's went what went wrong with the file, I can go back and why it was so quiet. I can go back and just turn off the auto normalize. Except the last quarter of the show was missing. So I have to go back and re-record the, if I ever want to re remaster these so they sound better. I have to go back and re-record the last quarter of the show. Not impossible, certainly, but annoying. Uh, that's it on my front. Uh, uh, as for the CD front, people have suggested perhaps MP3 CDs. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but one of the problems of making an audio CD is that I would have to make, when I did Whoever Wishes, it took a lot of work for me to manufacture those CDs. I had to print them and burn them myself, and that was a lot when I handed them out at the convention. And it's also, it's not a huge problem now because I've done all the work, but if I were to do the account as audio CDs, each one of those story arcs would be multiple, multiple CDs long. So for every order I made, I would have to make like anywhere between four and, I don't know, ten CDs or something to send to people. I'd have to print them all out, make them all out. And um, this would take so much time and so, many, so much resources that I would have to, you know, it wouldn't be worth my while charging-wise. I don't want to charge too much money for them because you can already get them for free. But at the same time, I don't want to charge so little money that I would just be, you know, I'd just be losing, in, you know, hours and days of my life manufacturing and packaging CDs to send to people. The um, so that's MP3 CDs are a better solution, but they're not really audio CDs. It's just the shows in better audio quality on MP3s. You'd have to put them back in your machine anyway. So I don't know. I mean, it it, it it's if people want MP3 CDs, I could think about that thing too. That would be at least easier to do. I could break up the account into story arcs or whatever. Uh, so that's one way of handling um, that little problem. The other thing too would be to have somebody that would be to manufacture them professionally, so I don't have to make them myself. The problem is, is that to get any number of runs of CDs would be outrageously expensive, and therefore I'd have to charge too much money for them. Again, you know, more money than would be worth. Not that many people. I've, I've sold less than twenty copies of Whoever Wishes the CD, so I couldn't make that many and, and possibly turn a you know. I'm not even talking about profit without like just blowing tons of money. 
and I'd have to charge a ridiculous amounts of money to you. The other alternative is to do a, uh, something like um, Cafe Press or Lulu, which allows you to make a CD, manufacture it, and upload it, but they cost so much money in the initial thing. I mean, like, even if I only... I, I price my CDs so they make about a dollar profit off of them. I would be, still be pricing them to make a dollar profit off of them, but they would be so expensive that it would just be kind of still out of most people's price range for anything useful, especially if they could get it for free. I will find a solution. It might be a downloadable version, like maybe you could do that. Maybe I could put it up so that, you know, people could download it and burn a CD off them. That would be another idea. You know, maybe break them up into CD-quality audio that you could download and burn off of something. You know, I could include the artwork. I don't know. I'm working it out. I'll figure out some sort of solution for people who want better quality audio versions of the show. And CDs, I'll we'll, I'll figure something out. I'm still I'm still hashing it. So, anyway, I've talked your heads off here. I'm sorry this is again a shortened episode, but we had Thanksgiving right in the middle of all of that. So, I'll see you. You'll be hearing me talking next week. Okay, I'm trip to fan out. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye. classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night!